Girlwise is a safe space to learn and discuss all kinds of topics through anecdotes and evidence-based research. I'm your host, Brenda Nicole, and welcome to Girlwise. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Girlwise. I've spoken a lot this season about how I was very insecure growing up, especially in my teenage years. After my last unfortunate relationship in college that changed my perspective forever, I've worked a lot on myself and specifically my relationships with other women during the past five years. There has been a huge perspective change that has happened and that almost reminded me of who I was before I was brainwashed into thinking that I had to compete for men's attention like a wild beast against other women. Though I will be quoting some bibliography, this is mainly going to be my journey and my understanding of why I was jealous and what I did to change the way I was dealing with it. Hey everyone! Before we begin, I wanted to give a clear and important disclaimer to ensure that listeners understand the limitations of the advice given on this podcast. I am not a professional or expert on the topics being discussed, and you should always use your own judgment when it comes to where you stand on a subject and making decisions. While I do my best to direct you in what I think is the right direction, it is always wise to consult with a qualified professional when seeking advice on a particular issue. References will be in the show notes so you can take a look at the places I'm getting my information from as well. You know your own story and situation better than anyone else, so do what is best for you always. Thank you so much, and enjoy this episode. Jealousy is defined as a disposition and a feeling aroused when a person perceives a threat to a valued relationship from a third party, meaning that you don't want to lose your stance in a relationship with someone to a different person. This is different from envy, which can be confused with jealousy because they can both arise at the same time by the same triggers. Envy is when you want something that someone else has because you think that you deserve it better than they do. Jealousy is a normal sensation that I still get to this day. It's not about never feeling it. It's about learning where it's coming from and working through it instead of letting it boil up and ending up ruining your relationships with others and yourself. Though jealousy can be felt in many different scenarios, I am specifically going to be talking about romantic scenarios, heteronormative relationships, and our relationships to other women in these circumstances. These are very complex topics, and due to time constraints, this discussion will be quite brief but I highly encourage you to look at the references and read the articles yourself because they are eye-opening, especially if you deal with intense jealousy. The phrase decentering men has been trending lately, and I never realized how much I based my self-worth on male validation up until the pandemic. Like I said, I used to be highly dissatisfied with myself until I was the girl that most guys had a crush on. There seemed to always be this slight competitive undertone between myself and all my female friendships. Like, who they were as a person came after the fact that I felt superior to them. In other words, only when they couldn't compete with me 
then I could start seeing if we could become friends. And I know that may sound awful, and it is, but that's the whole reason I started this space. I have been there, so I know what justifications or headspace you're in to think those things, and now hopefully can lead girls out of that mindset. Now, when it came to boyfriends, I had this idea in my head, for whatever reason, that I had to constantly prove myself to them because they could leave me and find someone else at any time. So I had to keep them entertained and play all sorts of mind games. Granted, this was only worsened by the fact that all of them were misogynists that thought the same, and so they treated me that way. That's why these things can be so tricky to navigate, because internalized misogyny is not explicitly taught. But through enough experience, you learn to think that things are just this way. It also didn't help the fact that girls would let me know that they were jealous that I was dating these boys. So it helped normalize and deep root this concept. Even so, jealousy has a meaning, and we have to pay attention to it. Psychologists say that it is a warning sign that your relationship is in danger and steps need to be taken as a way to regain security in it. It's necessary to let us know that relationships need constant communication and upkeep. So it could be maybe one of two things. Number one, you have jealousy issues that are coming from within your insecurities. Or number two, they're doing something that makes you feel uncomfortable and is causing these feelings to arise. This is an extensive topic that I will be covering in another episode, but a big part of jealousy being so harmful is when you have this engulfing fear of being alone that you become vulnerable to major manipulation, all in the name of them not leaving. Love is respect and safety. I will say this over and over again. No one should ever be weaponizing those against you. So when jealousy no longer serves a constructive purpose, it starts to become all-consuming and you become unrestful, dissatisfied, and resentful towards the other person. This can sometimes lead to people acting irrationally or even dangerously. This damaging behavior wrecked many relationships in my life, whether from other people towards me or vice versa. So back to decentering men. I realize now that it really didn't have much to do with the women themselves, but more to do with how addictive male validation was for me and how insecure I was in the first place. It wasn't the actual woman, it was the idea that at any point in time, I would lose their interest and feel inferior to someone else and have my own insecurities proven correct. Decentering men is not easy. It is heavily pushed onto us because we live in a patriarchy. I will make a whole episode deconstructing what a patriarchy is and what it entails, but a patriarchy basically is a social system in which positions of dominance and privilege are primarily held by men. And if you need any evidence of this, just look up pictures of all of the leaders of the countries in the world. And there you go. This means that we're all socialized to fit men's desires. And what do men desire? Maintaining the power and the need to be wanted under any circumstances. 
When you decenter men, you can center yourself and your own desires. I finally got to ask myself, what makes me happy? Instead of, what would be the best way to make me seem interesting enough to guys? It changed my life forever. Making my own identity without men is, I'm not even kidding, one of the keys to happiness. This now meant that it no longer mattered if men liked me or not. I was happy with self-fulfillment. Creating my own identity ensures that I am living life for my own happiness and lessening the comparison to others because I'm satisfied. I no longer have to look at other women and feel less than. On top of that, I have this veritable understanding that when a man is with someone else, then they aren't for me because I no longer crave attention and validation from other people. I am happy with the life I live and know that adding someone else will only be to add happiness rather than scrambling to get a partner because I feel lonely and most of all because I have a strong understanding of who I am, what I like, what I stand for, and what I want. So I'm going to find someone that fits that for me. I will no longer try to mold or force myself to fit into someone else's expectations and vice versa. Now, I don't care to worry about a future partner being disloyal because if he's a cheater, then I don't want him. If he is disrespectful, then I don't want him. If he likes someone else, then I don't want him. It's unattractive to me. I will never again look at other women's partners and want them for myself because a man who isn't fully into me is not attractive at all. Maybe I can want something similar. Maybe I can look at couples and want the love that they have, but coming from a place of admiration and not envy or jealousy. Look, girls, if I can get to this point, so can you. It's like I've awoken to the fact that it's all about control and power. If they convince us that we're each other's enemies, then we take each other out and keep ourselves small to grant the patriarchy's wishes, and they maintain the role of dictators. This is why... Now, when I meet a mean or jealous girl, it doesn't bother me practically at all. It's no longer me telling myself that it's because they're feeling insecure and they're projecting, but without a clear understanding of what it means. Now, I fully get it. I completely understand it. As a former non-existent self-esteem girl, I fully comprehend that their feelings truly have nothing to do with me. So if they try to pull a fake smile, look me dirty, or anything else, I actually feel compassion for them because I wholly cognize that being a woman is extremely difficult and these girls are in survival mode. They have been lied to, berated, manipulated, crushed, minimized into thinking that to simply survive you have to take up the biggest threat, which is other women. But I know we're on the same team. 
And really, that's how I eradicated this jealousy within me. With the true understanding that all of us women are in this together. And nothing will change if we don't team up. The patriarchy never does, never can, never will care about us. And we're all just fighting to survive, even if what we're doing is sinking us slower because that's what we've been taught. I want to read this amazing quote by Sue Einhorn that talks about women and their relationship to each other that's based on the patriarchy. It's from an article that's called From a Woman's Point of View, How Internalized Misogyny Affects Relationships Between Women. It is such a good article and I would highly, highly suggest that all of you read it, but this quote says, Women police each other to protect themselves from the risk attached to male violence, but also police each against the risks of not conforming. Women often feel freer to express their own aggression or even violence, painful as it is, but safer when directed to sisters, children, and friends. Thus, women also fear each other, which is basically really solidifying my point that it's all come from a place of just trying to survive, but also keeping ourselves small because the bigger we are, the more threat we are to men, and the more likely we are to be harmed. So just like two days ago, I was thinking about how I'm going to navigate my next relationship, whenever that may be, and how I'm going to deal with these feelings when they arise again, because they inevitably will. Again, it's a normal emotion. And I was really thinking to myself when I came to the conclusion that If a man tells me he likes me, then I will take his word for it and not project my insecurities by not believing him. It's very common that some women will need a lot of reassurance from their partners because they find it hard to believe that they truly are lovable enough to have someone committed to them. I am, or was, one of these women. But now, if he tells me he likes me, then I will take his words at face value because I not only trust him enough to be a grown person who can communicate and tell the truth, but also trust that I am good enough. I can accept love and affection and loyalty and commitment. And if this boy turns around and betrays me, that says nothing about my worth. It just makes him pardon my French, an asshole. That says everything about his character and nothing about my worth as a person. If I already know that I am beautiful, charismatic, witty, intelligent, etc., then when a man tells me these things, it will be easy for me to accept the compliments and move on instead of dwelling on it and thinking that he's lying because he is ill-intent Because if I do that, then yes, I will be worrying about other women and seeing them as potential homewreckers because this guy I found attractive for reasons I can't understand likes me, so I have to protect this golden opportunity at all costs. If a man is going to be unfaithful, disrespectful, or anything of the sort, he is going to do so regardless of how much I try to avoid it. 
I cannot control what other people are going to do. So living in a space of constant fear and anxiety over that only hurts me. Men who don't respect you never will. There is no self-deprecation or behavior that can change that. So I choose to focus on what I can control. So yes, in my next relationship, I'm going to trust that he is telling the truth when he says he likes me or loves me because I trust myself enough that one, I am intelligent enough to discern a good man from a bad man. Two, I know that the things that he admires about me are true with or without him. And three, I know that I am worthy of being in a safe, committed, happy relationship. And bonus, this is the foundation of confidence, which in itself is attractive. When you not only understand, but fully believe these things because they're true, then suddenly other women are no longer a threat. I no longer see the world through a haze of misogyny that warps reality for the benefit of the patriarchy. As I stated in the beginning, these are very complex issues that I unfortunately can't talk you out of learning from. Everyone will have their own unique experiences that shape them into becoming secure and confident in themselves, and it's up to each of us to get to the root cause of why we are feeling this way and what we can do about it. This was more just a way of letting you know that I've been there and what helped me get out of it. Please be kind to yourself and don't self-sabotage by entering a self-shame spiral because you have been having intense feelings towards someone else. I got out of this by choosing me, not by beating myself up about this. And I have a very long life to live, hopefully. I'm sure I'll have endless lessons to learn from jealousy. I can say that I'm going to do all of these things differently next time I'm in a relationship, but who knows how I'll actually feel when I'm in it. All of this is to say... It's okay to accept yourself as you are now and still work towards something better. You have an entire patriarchal world working against you. It's not easy, but it's definitely possible. And so we come to the ending segment of the podcast called Ask Me Anything, where you can ask me absolutely anything. Today's question is, do you agree with the phrase... A friend to all is a friend to none. This is a Taylor Swift lyric. Let me really think about this. I understand the connotations that if you're something to everyone, then you're not really something because it's just a given. But I don't think that's necessarily true. First of all, it's not actually physically possible to be every single person's friend, right? But if the purpose of saying this is that if you're friendly or most people consider you a friend, then that means the exclusivity of having close, interpersonal, serious friendships isn't a possibility for you. Or at least I think that's what this is saying. 
And I would disagree to this. I think that you can be friendly towards everyone. And most people could consider you to be a friendly person and a friend. And I don't think that should take away from your relationships to other people, even if some are casual and some are more serious. I don't know, female friendships, and that's what I'm specifically focusing on right now, though it, it can apply to any friendships, but female friendships are so like rare and special to me that I just, maybe it's because I don't want this to be true. I want to be friends with all the girls, and I don't want that to take away from my very close friendships you know? So maybe it is true. I would say I don't want it to be true to me. <laughs> I hope that answers your question. Um, if you want to send in a question, you can do so by sending an email to girlwisepod at gmail.com. G-I-R-L-W-I-S-E-P-O-D at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Please let me know what you think. Any thoughts, comments, opinions. Don't forget to rate and subscribe. Review the podcast. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye!